Welcome to Catch and Release, a podcast project undertaken by more than 100 English 12 students from Sir Winston Churchill Secondary in Vancouver, BC. In these episodes, you'll be hearing about their memories, big moments from their lives, their regrets, and their dealings with mental health. We hope that after catching these stories, you find a way to release what's holding you back. Thank you for listening. This is The Homeless, The Helpless, and The Hopeful. Regret is the second most common emotion people mention in daily life. It's the most common negative emotion. We start expressing regrets at around the age of two, as soon as we're able to articulate the concept of, if only. And thereafter, we're continually rewriting history in our heads instead of playing the cards in our hands. Counterproductive, right? Psychologist Eric Erickson argued that the Western fear of aging keeps us from living full lives. Lacking a culturally viable ideal of old age, our civilization does not really harbor a concept of the whole of life, he wrote. My name is Amber Sandu, and shortly we will be interviewing my grandfather, Kyan Niger, an 85-year-old pensioner. My grandfather and I are very close. He has been nurturing me since I was born, and he has helped me shape into the person who I am today. My grandfather has shared with me many of his life stories, including his successes and most proud moments. However, he has never shared any of his personal struggles and regrets that he has faced in his life. Today, I am looking forward to finding the missing puzzle piece in his life, whether or not he has any regrets. My grandfather is someone who always tells me to work hard, follow your dreams, and look forward. Part of this statement, including follow your dreams, may be something that my grandfather wasn't able to fulfill in his life. This makes me wonder that perhaps this may be my grandfather's regret. Is this why he always tells me to follow my dreams so that I don't end up like him? Whatever his regrets may be, I am looking forward to discovering more about how the elderly view regret in their life and how it affects them. Hello, my name is Amber. My name's Bita. My name is Brendan. And my name's Arjun. And today we are here. Um, it is February 10th, and we are having our podcast talk about regrets with our interviewee, Mr. Nidger. We are going to be looking at Mr. Nidger's early life, struggle, career choices, and anything that he can look back on today and wishes he could change. Okay, so starting off the interview is Arjun. So how are you today, Mr. Nidger? I am very fine, thank you. That's good. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, tell us about who you are um, how, and how would your family and friends describe you and how would the members of your community describe you as a person? And um, if possible, uh, you can include something that you're proud about, about yourself, like a character trait. Uh, I am the senior most member of my family. Uh, I have uh, three children. My wife expired about eight years back. And uh, now I'm leading a single life, and my daughter looks after me. Then uh, most of my friends, they meet me at the Sikh temple. So we chit-chat there about our previous life in India and pastime there. And so the temple, is that like a place where like you hang out a lot, for, like most of the time like with your friends and stuff like that? Like is that like a place where you feel comfortable and stuff like that? Temple is a place of uh, religious gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly our Sikh temple is for Sikh religion. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 
preaching there is about sikh religion life of our our gurus what they did for the community and how they pick up up in different fields where um also where were you born and how did you make your way into canada i was born in punjab district jalandhar india and uh, i was there as executive engineer with the punjab government then i moved here in 1994 then uh, i worked here also for about 10 years uh, so what was your job as executive engineer with the government uh it was a mechanical job mm-hmm. uh looking after the machinery renovation and all other things repair renovation then uh, the planning for the coming time our demand for coming 10 year 5 years planning for that what's one thing that you miss about india missing miss yeah <laughs> missing i because i was a class 1 officer there mm-hmm. so here i am just a laborer so i miss that but it cannot be retrieved what have is gone is gone mm-hmm. so i have nothing for that do you still like to go back to india like is there some place that you uh, feel connected to i go casually mm-hmm. say during 24 years i went about 8 uh, times to india oh, that's good but uh, now it's difficult to go every time if you could go back in time um do you regret coming to canada or was it a good choice do you think uh generally i go for about 2 months Mm-hmm. then after two months i am back here because i had some job here i have my family here so it is not easy to stay there alone for a long yeah. time are you happy that you came to canada in the first place to some extent yes i am happy because uh, the living standard and the way of life here is much better yeah. than india yeah. so i prefer here that's good <clears throat> um in your earlier days in canada what did you do oh earlier days when you yeah when you first came here yeah see i wanted to get into my field like so engineering in field but uh, i was to uh, study lot of yeah to be to compare my graduate ba punjab university with vancouver i was study for 2 years to gain my engineering degree i was to study for 4 years so that was too long for me too costly for me so i started job with the hudson bay company as a shipper mm-hmm. so i worked there with them for about 8 years mm-hmm. and so what were some of the struggles that you were facing when you came to canada was that a lot of the struggles oh yes it is struggle because life is totally different see there <laughs> if i press one bell two people will be coming to attend me mm-hmm. but here even i want water i have to go myself <laughs> um in general do you think that regret is good for people do you think that it makes people grow or do you think that reading that's bad regret is a natural thing mm, we cannot stop it totally but we cannot uh, stop there for because of regret mm-hmm. we have to face it everyone has to face difficulty to get some success i was no different to that in your life um what are some of the big things that you regret doing regret doing or not doing anyway 
I wanted to become an officer in the Indian Air Force. Mm-hmm. I became there. But uh, after, because their retirement age is very early, yeah. so I have to leave. And uh, then my daughter here, she asked me to come here and we will try different life. So I came here. So do you regret not staying in the Air Force longer or are you no, happy that you got out on whatever time? Whatever the working conditions or serving conditions, I fulfilled that. Mm-hmm. So no regret for that. That's good. Yeah. So... So it's more, it's more so not less regrets than regrets. Uh, regret is less regret because less. I achieved something here. See, I have a house, I have a happy family, so regret has been washed off. That's good. That's good. If there was one thing that you could change, uh, what is it? No. Uh, Any time, any time in life, history, back then, now, anything. I think uh, it is too late now for me mm-hmm. to change. <laughs> yeah, so you're happy. So you're pretty much happy with everything that's happened. Whatever, yes. That's good. That is what we say. Contentment. Contentment mm-hmm. is best thing for everything. Yeah. Especially with the age now, I'm 82. Mm-hmm. So now, if you say I I want to make a record in a race or something, <laughs> that is not possible. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about your childhood? Oh, good question. <laughs> See, I was born in a farming family mm-hmm. in a village. Mm-hmm. We had our own agriculture. From there, there was a primary school at our village. I could go up to elementary there. I studied there and I got one merit scholarship in my fifth class, grade a five. Scholarship? Yeah, from the government. Oh, that's good. And afterwards, uh, no, no, no. It was a school in the village. Oh, okay, okay. From there, I went to high school. From there, I went to DAV College, Lander. I used to cycle for 12 miles every day. To get to university and back? No, home and college. Home and college. college? Then uh, (laughs) that way I completed my BA there. With all your school books and all that stuff? Yeah. With all your bag? (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Even my lunch with me. (laughs) So, and India, you know, weather is such, you cannot re- yeah. cycle easily. It's hot. It, all sweating. But still, I had to struggle. And this is the result of that struggle that I got my job, good job, mm-hmm. and good life. What's one thing that you're really proud of, like one of your biggest achievements? Biggest achievement is this first thing I could complete my uh, university degree. Mm-hmm. Then after that, I got a good job. With the Indian Air Force. With the, with the government. With the government. Being the executive mechanic. Exactly. Then uh, there also I progressed. Mm-hmm. So that is the achievement. That's one of your biggest achievements. That's a good achievement, yeah. I just want to say um, thank you for uh, talking to us today. And we really appreciate it. I am grateful to you for giving me a chance for such an interview. Thank you very much. After listening to my grandfather's podcast interview, I discovered that regret is not something that he has substantially faced in his life. This is something that is very surprising to me, as my initial thoughts going into this interview was that my grandfather was going to regret something in his life that he has never achieved. I learned that the struggles and hardships that he faced in his life made him who he is today, a strong, intelligent, and resilient individual. My grandfather had his whole life planned out, He was going to study hard, attend university, and become an engineer. However, his life turned upside down. He got married, started a family, 
and became an officer in the Indian Air Force. Ultimately, he retired very young and moved to Canada to start a new life. When my grandfather moved to Canada in 1994, it proved to be a difficult adjustment. In order to further his studies in engineering, my grandfather had to study an extra two years in university, which was too expensive for him. Because of his inability to pay for his education, he had to turn his life into another direction. He started working as a shipper for the Hudson Bay Company for eight years, and this proved to keep his life in standard. Through these curveballs that were thrown at him, my grandfather was still able to hold his head high and look at the positive side. Although he did not become an engineer, he still achieved part of his goals in life. He earned a bachelor's degree in engineering while he was in India, he earned an outstanding career as an officer for the Indian Air Force, and his life in Canada is remarkable. His children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren are all happy and healthy, which internally brings happiness to his life and makes him realize how lucky he is to be living in Canada with all of them. I guess the missing puzzle piece that I was looking for was never lost, and that my grandfather actually feels content with how his life has turned out. Instead of regretting the struggles that he faced in his life, he is actually grateful for experiencing them as they helped him shape into the strong and resilient man who he is today. Music in this episode is In Albany, New York by the 126ers from Creative Commons, as well as Acoustic Meditation 2 by Audionautics, also from Creative Commons.